0: Hello friends, welcome back to another episode of rslash, I do work here lady, where people who actually work at places get mistaken as regular Joe Schmoes. Guys, I've decided to change it up a bit lately, be more chill and relaxed, and have a bit more fun in the videos. So, I've just been hopping into subreddits and basically reading the stories for the first time ever so we can go through it together. I hope you guys stay for the stories today and subscribe for future videos. Let's get into it. Alrighty then, the first story's titled, I do work here, so you don't. I didn't know this sub existed, but originally posted in r/I I don't work here lady, and was referred here. Not a perfect fit here either, but definitely a better one, hence the title. Ha ha. I work in a reception area as an assistant to one of the vice presidents at a fairly large retail company. The reception suit is also the lobby area for the two other VPs, and the first of several places you go to get to the CEO. They were interviewing potential new executives for a high-ranking position yesterday, and I overhear pretty much all of the conversations, so knew that they had already internally decided to hire one particular applicant, and this last interview was just a formality. The CEO does a lot of undercover boss work. She's known for putting on coworkers' clothes, Oh my god, I read that wrong. She's known for putting on workers' clothes, not co-workers' clothes. That'd be very weird. She's known for putting on workers' clothes and going into our factories or going to the call center and handling customer service complaints herself. Her face isn't on the website. She doesn't appear in promotional materials. Plus, she has a gender-neutral name, and she's really good at keeping it low-key. The new applicant came in and tried to walk past the desk, even though it's set up that it's pretty obvious you need to check in. I said, hi, excuse me, do you have an appointment? And he just kind of grunted. I asked his name and who he was here to see so I could check him in. He just said, I'm expected. But I kindly insisted that I get his name and said something to the effect of, they like to get a heads up before scheduled appointments to make sure all their ducks are in a row, in the interest of your valuable time. He rolled his eyes and gave me his name, and I realized that he was the new executive that they were likely hiring. He'd worked just across the hall when hired, so I wasn't thrilled about that, but tried to keep a calm demeanor because we'd have to get along. He'd basically be my boss soon. Within a few seconds of sitting down, he said, Well, are they coming or did you not tell them that I'm here? I had Paged the office phone, the person they were seeing was in a meeting that was running late. So I asked if he wanted coffee or water. He asked for a very elaborate coffee drink. All we have are Nescafe pods, but we're supposed to do whatever we can to avoid telling corporate visitors no. So I had someone go get his coffee from a Starbucks, not even a thank you when she returned with it for him. The guy is getting increasingly more hostile, asking when his meeting will start, accusing me of bungling the schedule and unplugging our lamp without asking so he could charge his iPhone, etc. That's when our CEO comes out. She goes, I can start my shift early, you hop off, and gives me a wink. It isn't the first time she's come in pretending to be a receptionist. I deal with a lot of communications from people, trying to get to the VPs, and she likes seeing how higher-ups within the company treat us lowly assistants. Couldn't have come at a better time. He snaps his fingers at her, and shakes his empty coffee cup to signal that he wants a refill. He has his feet on our coffee table. The CEO is seeing all of it, but I realize she doesn't know who the guy is or why he's here. As I start packing up, the guy begins to complain to her about this meeting running late, and basically says, I hope you're better at your job than she is. The CEO is immediately turned off by that behavior, she apologizes for the waits and asks him if there's anything else she could do to make his experience more pleasant. He says with a straight face, Well, if you're really committed to excellent service, you could always give me a quick blowy." <laughs> no, no, he did not just say that. What, you don't say that? He then cackles in the grossest, most self-satisfied way. Then she gets up and introduces herself and the guy goes pale as a ghost. He starts trying to say, uh, you know what, that came out wrong. But she tells him nothing he says now can undo what he's already said, and he'll have to wait for his meeting outside because the employees won't be subjected to that kind of treatment. Dumbstruck, he packs up and heads out. He's just down the corridor when the guy he's meeting with surfaces. I run to grab him. The CEO can't believe such a vulgar guy is meeting with someone so important, and asks who he is. She recognizes the name, as the one who's been selected as a hire in the emails. And she goes, No, oh no 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 no, this guy is a lawsuit waiting to happen. Besides, no one stupid enough to abuse the secretary at a job interview is qualified for this work. The one that he was meeting with didn't see any of the preceding events, so was beyond confused. The interviewee knows that he's sunk, and just sheepishly leaves. Doesn't even say anything. Beautiful display. I love our CEO. Oh my god, I can't believe he said that. Give me a quick blowy. That'll make this experience a lot better. Come on, man. You don't say that shit to people you don't know, while trying to get a job that you want. I'm pretty sure it's for the best that he didn't get this job. Next story. We aren't trying to hack you, we're the guys that build your computers. So my friend and I work for a tech support company. We're a retailer for one of the most popular point of sale software suites in the country. We also dabble in all the hardware and peripherals that go with it. Both my friend and I are systems analysts. He specializes in databases and menus and I focus on integration, which usually comes down to making sure whatever stupid bean counting program the client uses to track their sales internally works with our equally janky software, yay. Both of us have plenty of experience in computer science, networking, and cybersecurity. So it's been a long, long day, and we both had to stay late due to one fire or another. It's 3 in the morning, and we decide the best course of action is breakfast and dinner. You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hold on. You guys had to stay late because of a fire or someone was fired. Anyway, we head to a local diner that just so happens to be one of our clients. They don't get their tech support through us, but we sell them hardware we being nerds and lacking basic people skills don't notice that we're the only customers in the place they are dead we get coffee and breakfast slash dinner just a couple of fat nerds enjoying the fruits of our labors that's when my friend notices something mounted to the ceiling behind me is a wireless access point i didn't know they had customer wi-fi he says it turns out they don't the wi-fi is also not password protected Quickly forgetting ourselves, my friend and I set to work. After gaining access to the Wi Fi through my phone, I poke and prod and I find out the Wi Fi is plugged into their switch. This means that it's behind all of their security and basically is a back door into their computer system. The two of us get about as animated as fat nerds are prone to do and begin throwing jargon around as we analyze and prod at the store's network. We find their office computer, and are soon just one password away from their internal documents. The store is horrendously unsecured. After confirming our suspicions, we discuss, and my friend says the phrase that triggers this whole situation. He says, Okay, how would you do it? How would you rob this place? That's a great thing to say out loud when you're eating in a diner at 3 in the morning, and also trying to access the business's internal documents. I start off on a long and elaborate plan involving a raspberry Pi, some batteries, and a woman's purse. Any person versed in cybersecurity would be laughing at the two of us by this point. However, the general manager for the diner was not well versed in cybersecurity. We had not noticed, but our waitress had gone into the kitchen to do dishes, and the GM was now the waiter. He never said anything to us, but was on top of the drink refills my friend and I compare ideas for stealing from this place and then go and estimate out loud how easy a diner like this would be to rob in terms of credit card numbers and employee identities. All parts of this discussion are basic and silly, but the GM hears scary words like dark web and bitcoin and blockchain and other such, so he grabs a notepad and begins to write things down, So the store GM had written down as much of our conversation as he was able to, and despite mishearing some of the jargon, he does a decent job of writing down both of our plans for robbing the diner. He then calls the store's internal IT company and tells them what we're saying. The IT guy who takes their phone call is relatively new, and tells the GM to call 911. Once again, my friend and I are more concerned with our food than the surroundings. Close to 10 minutes later, two cops show up, they sit along near us, separated by a divider, and coffee just materializes silently at the table. Coffee materializes silently at the table? That's quite the description. They then just look at each other and quietly sip the magically appearing coffee. Again, my friend and I don't notice this. Finally, we finish our meals, pay, and leave without being challenged. The cops suggest that real hackers would not actually openly discuss their hacking plans in a restaurant they intend to rob. They did, however, confirm that the stuff we were talking about sounded real, so we weren't some kids trying to get on the news or such. They suggested that we're from some software company or similar entity. No real threat there. They will, however, make a report and do the basics to ensure that we're not hurting anyone. So, during our discussion, we do talk about our own company by name. This is also reported to the diner's corporate IT. This, in turn, gets reported to the corporate office. Our corporate office states that they don't know of any employees matching our description, since we work in a separate building, so we don't have a lot of face-to-face interaction with our own administration, and that hacking or counter-hacking is not a service they provide. Now, their company and ours believes that a pair of evildoers are going about masquerading as our techs and trying to talk their way into people's offices. (laughs) A meeting is set up. The next day, The meeting happens, and since both myself and my friend are the senior tech analysts on duty, we're part of it. It's a conference call with the diner's corporate IT team. They explain the situation that there may be people pretending to work for us, trying to get into our client systems. The police have a report on the situation, and there's a whole recording of two people in question. We all sit down and the evidence plays, and we end up staring at ourselves sitting at a table across from a pair of cops, discussing how insecure the store is. Our entire side of the meeting starts laughing, and my boss explains that those two fat nerds are not only employees, but they're sitting in on the meeting. We both announce ourselves and apologize to everyone for causing such a scene. The Diner IT team is at a loss for words, and we finally hear, So, you guys could steal from us that easily? And that, my friends, is how we almost got arrested, but instead landed a nice contract overhauling a restaurant chain's internal security. That's a pretty good story, so let me get this straight. You guys go to a diner at 3am, talk loudly about trying to rob people, cause a huge stink about everything, and then score a contract. I feel like this is something you guys can do at a lot of businesses, to land some big contracts. Anyways guys, that's the end of today's episode of r slash I Do Work Here Lady. If you enjoyed that episode, hit that thumbs up button. If you aren't subscribed, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss future stories. I upload pretty often because I have no life. See you guys in the next one. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.